World View Update, bringing you closer to international or global news. 21 minutes after 6, good morning in Ukraine. It now appears there are divisions between some of the people in the top leadership after the country's military leader, Valery Zluzny, told The Economist newspaper that the war with Russia was now a stalemate. This has led the Ukrainian president, Vladimir Zelensky's deputy chief of staff, to condemn that statement. Meanwhile, Ukraine appears to be concerned that Western countries who have been supporting them after Russia's invasion are now distracted by the conflict in Gaza and the Middle East. Gustavo de Cavallo is a senior researcher on African governance and diplomacy at the South African Institute of International Affairs. Gustavo, good morning. Good morning, Stephen. Firstly, these apparent divisions in the top leadership of Ukraine. I mean, for the military commander, is he not right to say it's a stalemate? That's how it looks like from here. Look, look, I think we're getting into a situation within the war where it it becomes, uh, on the one hand, the Ukrainians are looking to to get more continued support from the West, but also as as we can see, there has been very limited movements within the 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 the, the, the conflict front. Uh, I think many are comparing the type of attrition war that we've seen at the moment with the First World War, and and to a large extent, it is something that we are seeing that impacts in the negotiations between the. Ukrainian and Western countries. I think when I look into the list uh, of things that was presented by the chief of the military of the Ukrainian army, it's very much of a wish list at, the, at the, this stage in terms of what kind of support, in terms of artillery, in terms of technology they need. Um, is there also a difference in the kind of messaging? A politician giving an interview will say one thing, a military commander uh, maybe won't be quite the politician. I mean, maybe that's more honest, not always good for your country, though. Look, I, I would believe that this would have been checked by the Ukrainian government. Uh, at the end of the day, uh, there was quite a lot of control that the, uh, that the chief of the uh, Ukrainian military army had in terms of the contents that was there. It was written by him. Uh, but I think to a large extent, I think it, it's, it is a, a new phase of the war that we will be seeing more and more these kinds of conversations of what, on the one hand, the West would be still doing in terms of supporting Ukraine, but also noting that the Russians have been able to uh, uh, remi- uh, to, 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 to get new equipment, to get new support in terms of their own uh, industrial uh, military uh, uh, equipment. So then, I mean, if there is a sort of stalemate, in other words, the longer the war goes on, doesn't that help Russia? That's the, the, it's the bigger country, bigger industrial base, uh, m- all of those things, more people. So in other words, if, if it is a stalemate, Russia suddenly slowly gets the advantage? It depends. I, I think it depends very much on what types of developments we're going to see on the terrain. And I think at this stage, we're starting to see also some pressure being put into the Ukrainian to start some negotiations and conversations. And I think this will probably continue uh, during the winter periods in the Northern Hemisphere winter, where we, as we know, as we've seen in the last uh, uh, winter, it, it does have a major impact in terms of the honorability of operating on the ground. So I would expect at least for the next uh, six to eight months we're going to see some of that pressure in terms of negotiation and uh, uh, but no one has been expecting this is going to be a short war so at the end of the day uh, uh, once the uh, the winter starts we will have to wait for another summer until we have new counter offensives or new battles on the terrain um, and the U.S. is really important to all of this. So Ukraine's dependent on the West, but particularly the United States. The U.S. now focusing on the Middle East. Is that bad news for Ukraine and good news for Russia? 
To a certain extent, it could be seen as a potentially a bad thing, especially where we've seen already the American Congress quite divided when it comes to the continued support to Ukraine. But I think it's important to 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 look into the fact that uh, when those discussions are happening within the U.S. Congress, uh, we we may start seeing both Ukraine and and Israel Gaza uh, uh, issues seen as almost as a package, which could potentially support Ukraine in that sense considering that those that are opposed to more military support to Ukraine are usually those that have been supportive to uh, 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 continued uh, uh, support to Israel in that sense. So I think we're still going to see a lot of discussions happening around that. There's nothing particularly decided at this stage, but I think it's definitely an important process to follow, not only in terms of what the U.S. Congress is doing, but also the the fact that the electoral discussions in the United States are getting quite heated at the moment. And I mean, and that's probably then, strangely, maybe the biggest variable in what happens at this war is who wins next year's election in the States. Absolutely. That is going to have a direct impact in terms of the relationship between the two countries. We've seen President Zelensky and former President Trump uh, exchanging words in the last couple of days. So certainly what happens in the United States, but also what type of continued support Europe is going to be providing to Ukraine in the coming months too. Gustavo de Cavallo, thank you, senior researcher on African governance and diplomacy at the South African Institute of International Affairs.